Oh, hi, y'all. Welcome to Nikki's World, where my podcast show will give you viewpoints and insight that others will not give. I'll talk about like what's current, what's on the news, what is out there. And I will always cite sources and I always cite facts and news links so y'all know what I'm actually talking about. I give you my viewpoints and opinions. And if you want to hear what I have to say, what what's on my mind and all that, I let y'all into my world and let y'all hear and listen to what I'm thinking and what's going through my mind. So if you love stuff like that, tune into Nikki's World twice a week where you'll get two, three podcast episodes a week on what I talk about and what's on my mind. So thanks for listening and let's get on with the show, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host, and today, guys, we gotta talk about our freedom of speech rights. They are quickly becoming under attack in this country, especially from both sides, the left and the right. And basically, guys, we gotta talk about that and so much more. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, Seriously, guys, can y'all please consider donating a cup of coffee for me? Because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I am on Locals, guys, if you guys want to support and sponsor Nikki's World. That's also where I post behind-the-scenes content, and I also livecast there as well. If you guys love Nikki's World so much, guys, please hit that like, subscribe. Please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. 
Also, guys, I do have affiliate links, including my ID, which is my medical alert bracelet that I wear. And I also have a, a diaper referral link from North Shore. So if you guys want to buy adult diapers, you can click in the link in the description below. And before we get the show on the road, literally, guys, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, seriously, guys, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Whew, wow. Yeah, that was a mouthful, guys. That was, man, that was... And also, I am diapered up as always, so I'm diapered up, ready to podcast for y'all, okay? So, anyway, we got a loaded show for y'all today, okay? And boy, this is a fucking doozy, okay? Here's the thing. Tell me you don't want to be president of the United States without telling me you don't want to be president of the United States. Because clearly, Nikki Haley, she's running for president, and she said one thing that is going to sink her chances of ever becoming president of the United States. Okay? And there's several articles related to this, and... I'm going to give you the first one coming out on uh, ReclaimTheNet.org. The title is, I Want Everybody's Name. Nikki Haley ignores the First Amendment as she demands an end to online anonymity. I'm going to just say this full stop. You, she has no business of ever becoming president. She has no... She has no... <laughs> She she basically sunk her chances of ever becoming president of the United States. Full stop. End of story right there. She has no chance. After that comment came out in the in the Republican debate, that's it. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. She's done. She's finished. She will never her chances of ever Becoming the Republican nominee for President of the United States. <laughs> She's done. She might she might as well do what Tim Scott did by him ending his campaign because he knew his chances are like slim to none. Same thing. After that comment that she made, like basically on the on, on the Republican debate, her chances are done. Her Chances are over. There is no way in hell she will ever get elected with that with with that position that she wants to end online anonymity on the internet. Well, here's the thing. It, in my opinion, this is a double-edged sword. Okay, and we're gonna take both sides of this. One from the from the right. This takes away freedom of speech because here's the thing. This takes away our right to speak freely without fear of censorship. Okay? Deplatforming and all this other nonsense bullshit. This takes away our ability for it. Okay? Now, on the left side, this is, to me, 
this is great because I would I I I, I want to be able to know who said what their full name in everything. Okay, I want to be able to. Okay, now I know there are leftist transgender nut jobs that make up so many hentai porn names to hide who they are because they they can't stand up for their shit. All right, but two sides to every to, to every idea. Here's the thing. This is basically a blatant First Amendment constitutional violation. Clearly, clearly, this is basically like U.S. Constitution 101. You know what I mean? The federal government can't silence you. Basically. Basically, the government cannot tell you what you can and cannot say. This is basically right here a constitutional violation. And for Nikki Haley to 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 say that she wants to the an online amenity this bitch is this bitch is drunk as fucking hell. This bitch is this bitch should never should should never step foot in the White House. I don't care who's whoever said it. I'm gonna just say like this. She's done. Her chances of her ever getting in the White House. That alone, ladies and gentlemen, is a disqualifier. It is basically, you're done. You're finished. Okay? You're completely disqualified from from running for president. Let alone Congress or or, or basically the Senate or the, or the House of Representatives. You're done. You're finished, okay? For the life of me, ladies and gentlemen, how the hell did, does this bitch get this far in the campaign trail? And to say shit like this, that she wants to end online anonymity and she wants names? She wants people's names? She wants, like, people to... To show her name, show their name and faces. I'm telling you this, man. We Americans have a right to freedom of speech, including a right to speak freely without fear of censorship or or like reprisal. We have a right in this country. And for Nikki Haley to say that kind of shit, I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, this bitch, this, this bitch basically is done. This bitch, this bitch just basically says, I don't want to be president of the United States. Saying that shit, ladies and gentlemen, she, 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 she ended her chances of ever running for president. She did. Her chances of ever Gaining the White House, ladies and gentlemen, 
are next to none. She would never, ever get the White House. With that comment, with that, with that line of thinking, with that position, she just killed her chances of getting in. And I'm sorry to say this, ladies and gentlemen. She's done. She's finished. She is out of there. There is no way, ladies and gentlemen, there is no way that a Republican or conservative will ever nominate her to run for president of the United States. No way. No way. I see no way for her making it pass like the primaries. She's done. She's finished. Okay? She's basically sunk any hope of her running for president. In fact, her statement saying that she wants to end online amenity, this according to PJ Media, and I'm going to link this in the description below, Nikki Haley, enemy of free speech? Yes, she is. With a statement in position like that, I'm telling you this, guys. I'm telling you this. She has no way in. She has no way in hell of convincing the, this country to vote for her. For that fact of the matter is, she has no chance of getting the magic two seventy to be president of the United States. I'm sorry. She has none of that. My thing, my 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 thing is, the GOP should just tell Nikki Haley, come back, come back in, in twenty twenty eight, when you calm down and stop acting like an asshole, we'll we'll consider you in twenty twenty eight, but right now, no way in twenty twenty four with a statement like that, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me, guys. I. With a statement like that, ladies and gentlemen, there is no way she will ever be nominated to run for president of the United States. That alone, ladies and gentlemen, has sunk her chances. After that statement saying she wants names, guess what? She's done. <laughs> She's done. And, and you know, as they say, another one bites the dust. Yep. Another one bites the dust. And I'm telling you, judging by the comments, she is done. Or as they say, you're drunk, bitch. Go home. Simple as that. She's drunk and she needs to fucking go home. She's done. There is... No way on, on on this planet, let alone this fucking galaxy, that they'll let her run for president of the United States. She basically sunk any hope or opportunity for her to run for president. And, tr- and if I were Trump, I would say, no, I'm not putting her in any cabinet position after that statement. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, no. I'll be like this. 
No, 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 and oh hell fuck no. I would because you know why? She's done. She's fi- she's finished. There is no way that people like her should ever be in the White House with a position like that that she wants to end online anonymity. And folks, you know what that would mean, guys? You know what that would mean? Everybody would have to show their full name on social media, on on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, okay? You know what I mean? Or even on blogs like Blogspot or WordPress, you know what I mean? Or TikTok or Snapchat, you know what I mean? You'd, you'd have to, under her... Under her delusion, you would have to show your full name and show your, your your face. Yeah, you would have to. I'm like, this is clearly a First Amendment violation. And this is clearly, basically, sup- like speech suppression. And to me... After what she said, the Republicans should just kick her to the curb, throw her, throw out the bus and just say, just say it like this, we love you, but get the fuck out. It's that simple. The fact that she wants to, she wants to basically end online amenity, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like. I'm like this, bitch, you're drunk, get the fuck out and go home, you're drunk, you're drunk, it's that simple, Nikki Haley is done, scratch her off the list, scratch her off the the Republican list of, of like nominees, she's done, besides Tim Scott and Chris Christie, they're done. They're like, no way, chance in hell, ladies and gentlemen. No way. They're done. You know what I mean? The only the only nominee out there is going to probably wind up being Trump. Every one of these Republican nominees is probably going to wind up competing to be to be Trump's uh, vice president nominee, basically. But in a sense. Nikki Haley sunk her chances of ever stepping foot into the White House. There is, there is no chance in hell in a, in a bazillion years that they're going to let her run for president. Not with that statement saying that she wants to end online anonymity and basically say, oh, it's in the name of national security. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Nikki Haley. You just you you just sunk you just sunk any chance of you ever ever becoming president of the United States. A statement like that A statement like that Trust me ladies and gentlemen Trust me when I say this guys guys and girls Nikki Haley just sunk her chances of ever becoming president of the United States. She really has, guys. 
She really has. But and in the same token, guys, in the same token, similar to what Nikki Haley said, look at what's going on in New York, which is next door to my state in Connecticut. You got this. You got this Marxist, Leninist, Communist Democrat by the name of, by who runs New York by the name of Katie Hochul. She's the governor up there in this in that fucked up state of New York. Okay, she says like this: New York has started conducting social media surveillance efforts to to monitor hate. So basically, it's like this: you have. A Democrat governor in the state of New York who says now that she's gonna she's gonna like uh, have a surveillance unit to to monitor, to collect data from every social media platform and to combat hate speech. I'm gonna say this to 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 the New York governor from the state of Connecticut. I hope SCOTUS. Bitch slaps you across the head in the same way they did to to y'all with the Bruin decision. I hope SCOTUS walks up to, to the governor's face and goes like this right at her face and says, no, you ain't doing that. No, that's a constitutional violation. That is a First Amendment violation. I hope SCOTUS does that. For this bitch in New York to say that, oh, we're monitoring, collecting data on on hate speech, and then and then saying like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna reach out to some people to see to see hate speech being being spoken on on about on online platforms. Here's the thing. You want Hate speech is free speech. You don't like it, Katie Hochul? Get the fuck out of America. It's that simple. You see the door? Get the fuck out. It's that simple. The fact that you want to surveil everyone online, what they say, ladies and gentlemen, we don't live in we don't live in the in in a repu- in a republic anymore. We don't live in in a in a free society anymore in this country. We live in a in a, in a democratic police state in this country. We really do, guys. To have this asshole of a governor in New York State saying that she wants to monitor social media for hate speech, and she wants to to, to like intimidate people who who speak. Who speaks stuff that she doesn't like? If we had a functioning government in this country, if we had a functioning government, they would squash her like a bug in less than a day. The the U.S. The U.S. government would just walk up to that governor's face and say, you do that, you're done, you're finished, you're, it's over for you. It is that simple. The fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, you got a governor in New York who says that 
her state has a social media and analysis unit and and her unit will reach out to people when we see hate speech. Yet this is this is a dystopian nightmare we live in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad I don't live in New York. I live in Connecticut. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. But the fact of the matter is, what she's doing is a First Amendment violation. It's a constitutional violation. Any constitutional lawyer could see that and from a fucking mile away and say, I hope Scotus smacks the living daylights out of her. Like the same way they did with the Bruin decision, you know, to New York. I guess she wants round two with SCOTUS. Hmm. Let me see. According to, like, see, the current court makeup of SCOTUS, including Justice Thomas Clarence, <laughs> I see a smackdown coming between SCOTUS and the state of New York. I see... I see SCOTUS basically, basically taking the governor of New York and body slamming her so far, so far upside the head. By the time it's all said and done, they'll just say like this, nope, illegal, unconstitutional. You do that. That is a First Amendment violation. You're done. And we will go after you with everything, including the goddamn kitchen sink. It basically... Basically, is like this. She she basically wants to do what the feds can't do, but the but the but the one thing that is stopping her is that little thing called the United States Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. Basically, Katie Hochul. She, I'm gonna say this to the people in New York. How do you put up with this bitch up there? How do you put up with this bitch? That's all I want to know. How do the people in New York put up with this bitch? Has it gotten bad enough in New York that that you that you that in the next election you overthrow her? Has it gotten bad bad enough, or does it have to get really really bad? Before you, before you people start saying, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to need to go in another direction. Apparently in New York, it hasn't gotten bad. But the fact that you got an, you got an asshole governor in my next door state of Connecticut who wants to surveil people on social media for, for hate speech... Stuff like that, you you hear in countries like China or Uzbekistan or North Korea. But to hear it here in the United States of America? <laughs> I am telling you right now. Anything that this governor does... To intimidate people, whoever says things that she doesn't like or agree, is a violation of the First Amendment. It is. It is. Speech, no matter how hateful it is, is protected speech under the First Amendment. 
And the fact that the government cannot regulate speech is a constitutional violation. But yet, this dumb bitch from from my next door state in in New York wants to do this. Yeah. How fucking dumb is she? To go blatantly, flagrantly violate the Constitution, violate your right to freedom of speech, and say that we're going to go after people who, who say hateful stuff, you know, and then she says, and then she, and then she says like this. She says, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go after people, and then we're, and then when we're, we're gonna reach out to people when we see hate speech. You know what? Basically, that's intimidation. That is that is illegal, unconstitutional, and basically what she's trying to do is intimidate people who speak." Ill, who doesn't speak the current thing or what's out there or what's ex- or basically, according to the leftists, what's acceptable speech. Yeah. Basically, I can't wait till, till the courts body slams this governor and slaps this governor upside the damn fucking head. I can't wait till the courts go to her and say like this. Nope, that's a First Amendment violation. You're done. <laughs> that simple. I hope the courts do that to her. I hope the courts do that. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If she wants to do that, revoke New York's right to statehood. It is that simple. Revoke it. Call it a territory. You know what I mean? Call it, call it, call it a ter- territory. Go back to the Revolutionary War days and let Vermont take take half of New York. It's that simple. But the fact that she wants to surveil people and monitor hate speech, which is protected free speech under the U.S. Constitution. This this sick sack, sack of son of a bitch doesn't deserve to be governor. And how the fuck did, does the people of New York vote this idiot is beyond me. It's like, I sit there and I go like this. You people who are living in a Stockholm syndrome where it hasn't gotten bad enough. And it has to get really, really, really fucking bad enough for you people to finally wake up and say, no, we have to go in a different direction. And we we have to we're going to just throw her to the curb and say, no, we're going with someone else. But quite frankly, it hasn't gotten bad enough. It hasn't. It hasn't. And it needs to get bad. And it needs to get really bad for it. Okay? It really does. It really does. All right.
let's switch gears now, folks. Let's switch gears. These two stories came came on my social media feed today. Okay, these two stories. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, finally, women are starting to wake up and smell the fucking goddamn coffee. They are smelling the goddamn coffee and saying, no, we are not going to compete with mediocre biological men who claim to be women. That simple. People are starting to wake up and saying, no, we are not doing this. We are not going to. We are not going to compete with mediocre men who claim to be women or men who couldn't who couldn't beat another man in a goddamn same sport where where their fragile ego matters more than the rest of the society. Give you an example. This came for me. This came for me like on uh, Monday. Female pool player Lynn Pinches forfeits final final against trans opponent. The 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 gist of the article is a female pool player received a round of applause when she forfeited a pool tournament rather than compete against against a man. Ma- Male identified trans in the, in the finals. Linda Pinches opted to walk away from the finals of the English Pool Association's 2023 Champion of Champions ladies in on Sunday rather than play versus basically the, a man who, who calls himself Harriet Haynes. The video of the moment shows Pinches and Haynes revealed to see who would break. Pinchers won and shook hands with Hayes, but then walked towards the tournament officials, apparently declared a forfeit. Pinchers proceeds to unscrew her pool cue, pack it up as Haynes raised his hands in disbelief. Realizing what is happening, the crowd cheered and paused, and Pinchers walks away. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you win against the trans cult madness. Where you got men who are forcibly forcing their way to compete with women instead of creating their own division or instead of creating their own league or or their own sport. Instead, demanding that, oh, I I'm a woman. I should compete with women. But you're but you're like a five foot nine, six foot dude with XY chromosome. And you have a male body structure and a male advantage. More and more women are are walking away from the competition whenever they're finding out that they're going to be competing against a mediocre biological man who claims to be a woman. Yeah, more and more. And sooner or later, society's going to do the same thing and they're going to say, no, we had enough of this shit. We are not going to allow men who claim to be women to use the women's bathrooms, women's locker rooms, women's facilities, and whatnot. They're just going to put their damn foot down and say, no, we are done. We are finished. We are not going to play along with this gender ideology bullshit. And we're, we're, we're just going to go back to the way things were. 
It's that simple. People are starting to wake up. People are starting to see this gender craze bullshit being played, being foisted on the society. And now people are starting to fight back. Their women are starting to walk away from the competition and saying, if I have to compete with a with with a biological man who claims to be a woman, I'm I'm walking away from this. Let the let the mediocre man and a biological man who claims to be a woman compete with himself. Let him. We're just gonna walk away and say, nope, we're done. Yeah. That it, it it's it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, as more and more and more and more people wake up from this stupid fucking badness. People are going to slowly walk away from it and say, we're done. You go compete with yourself. I got better things to do. It's that simple. And then let the mediocre man who claims to be a woman compete with himself. And then let him wallow in his shallow, shallow, hollowed out victory with an asterisk that he is a biological man who claims to be a woman. It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. It is that simple. And even today, I got this article from Breitbart. Okay. Female boxer refuses to fight trans opponent in a Canadian match. Matt, Canadian Championship match. Okay. Here's the gist of the article. Okay. A female boxer in, in Quebec withdrew from a provincial boxing championship last month after being told without notice she would she would have to fight a male born a male born transgender opponent. Boxer by the name of Dr. Kaida Brissonette of Saginaw refused to step into the ring with a transgender opponent during the 2023 Provincial Golden Glove Championship, which took place October 27 to the 29. The event hosted in Victor Victoriaville, Quebec, by the Quebec Boxing Federation and the KO96 Boxing Club was held to give novice fighters a shot at qualifying for the Canadian Championship. But when Brissonette was told that her match, that she would have to face a man who claimed to be a woman, she walked out. I said, I I totally agree with her. Yep. I totally agree. More and more people are, are walking away from it. More and more women are finally saying, Enough is enough. I am I am competing with biological women in a sport, not with biological men who claim to be a woman. They are basically saying enough is enough. Even on Redux, which is a feminist news and opinion opinion site, has the article on it called the Canadian. The female, Canadian female boxer withdraws from competition after being matched against the male fighter. Mm-hmm. Basically, basically it's like this. People are, people are basically waking up. 
people are saying enough is enough. And people are saying we are done with this shit. We are we're done. I agree with the women who walked away from this competition. And and if I was in their position, ladies and gentlemen, I would fucking do the same thing. If I found out I was going to be competing against a a female who claims to be male, I'd be like this. No, thank you. You all y'all can compete with yourselves. I'm going to head out and I have better things to do. You know what I mean? The women are doing the same thing. They're saying, no, thank you. We're done. We're not going to compete with this. You know what I mean? We're not going to deal with this. So they're, they're walking away from it. They are literally walking away from it. Okay? Now, on the flip side of all this, guys, on the flip side of this, you heard that story a while ago the about the University of Wyoming where you have this this like six foot two dude who claims to be a woman got admitted into a female sorority made the women so uncomfortable that they sued him they sued him in court but the suit got thrown out so now it comes to like today on post millennial that the two women who complained got booted out of the fraternity because I mean not the fraternity got booted out of the sorority okay just for speaking up against a a biological man a six foot two biological man who claims to be a woman made him feel uncomfortable folks that's sexual harassment right there. But yet, if you're a dude who claims to be a woman, that's a pass. I'm like, I'm like this. We really live in an upside down world where, every, where everything down is up and everything up is down. I'm like, and the two women that complained and got kicked out of their own sorority? I'm like this, ladies and gentlemen. Conservatives need to start doing this. Conservatives need to start forming male fraternities and female sororities with conservative values. And they need to put a standing ground saying, we will not admit men who claim to be women. And same thing, we, we will not admit women who claim to be men. They need to do this, guys. They need to. They need to. But the national the but the National Sorority Association, the Kappa Kappa Gamma, kicked these two women out and and revoked their membership? I'm like. I'm like, yeah. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad I never joined a fraternity or sorority when I was in college. I'm glad. With this kind of bullshit going around right now, I'm glad. I'm glad 
at the same time, I'm glad fraternities and sororities are dying. They're like, they're like becoming like a relic of the 20th century. I'm glad. I'm glad they're dying. I'm glad because I'm telling you right now, guys, I'm glad they're dying. I'm glad because you know why? With, with the bullshit going on right now, who in their right mind in 2023 would ever want to join a fraternity or sorority if you're in college? Who in their right mind? Who? Who? What college student today in 2023 would ever want to fucking join a fraternity or sorority? Who? Who? And you know the funny thing is, this this dude, this this dude who claims to be a girl, had a low has a low GPA in in college. That alone would have gotten him kicked out of school. But for some reason, he claims to be trans, and the school's all about diversity, equality, and inclusion. Once has to keep him in. Or else the school gets labeled as what transphobic and all that bull, all that leftist bullshit. So <laughs> the school really shot themselves in the foot on this one, ladies and gentlemen. They shot themselves on the foot by allowing this mediocre dude who claims to be a woman. In the university with a low GPA and a and and a fraternity and not fraternity and a sorority allowed him to join with a low GPA, even though their national association had a standard saying you have to have a GPA of a 2.7 to join. I'm just gonna say this out here. You you played yourself. You played yourself, ladies and gentlemen. You played yourself, ladies and gentlemen. You played yourself. But the sad thing is, the two women who were defending other women against this mediocre dude got kicked out of the sorority. I say like this. I went to a school... That had no that had no fraternities. That had no sororities. Okay, I went to a school like I believe it's called Eastern Connecticut State University, and it's one of those few schools that don't have fraternities and sororities. They don't, and they've largely gotten they've largely banned them. The only exception is academic. Like fraternities, because you got to have a certain GPA to be admitted, like honor societies, you know, or honors fraternity, where you got to have a GPA of like, say, like a 3-0. So that's the only exception. But for but social fraternities and sororities, nah, they where I went to college, they got rid of them. I know in some colleges, like uh, there's there's uber liberal ones like like Middlebury College, Bates, Bowden, you know, they got rid of fraternities and sororities. They said they got rid of them because they did it on the grounds that 
fraternities and sororities were not inclusive enough, or they were exclusionary and all that. I totally agree. You know what I mean? I totally agree. They've gotten rid of them. You know? So that's why that's why I go like this. That sorority deserves to get canceled, deserves to get deplatformed. They deserve whatever shit they get, you know what I mean? Because they rather side with a biological man who claims to be a woman over the rights of biological women. You get what you deserve. Kappa, Kappa, Gamma, you get what you deserve. And I don't and I don't feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for the women who had to put up with 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 the bullshit and now they're getting kicked out because of it. I hope a lot of colleges kicks kicks that fraternity out. I hope they do. I hope they do. Seriously. 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 So anyway. I do want to talk about that wrestling match on the Senate committee for, yes, a couple, I think it happened, I think it happened like the, the other day, you know what I mean? I do want to talk about it because let's just say, let's just say it's like this. We almost got to witness an MMA fight or WWE match on the on a Senate hearing for it. I'm like... <laughs> what do I get? What do I get seats to that? Because I want to see if if they're good. If this is what it takes, I want to see this, okay? Because it seems like this. It seems like this. The, the Senate Health, Education, and Labor and Pensions Committee hearing. There was almost a, a an, an an MMA fight between U.S. Senator. Mark Mark Wayne Mullen, a Republican from Oklahoma, with Teamster boss Seen O'Brien. I mean, let's just say like this. I would have let him. I would have said, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> I would have said, "I would have let him." But then, but then you have that geriatric independent guy, Bernie Sanders, trying stopping it, saying. You are a United States senator. We're supposed to have decorum. The only time we get, only, only, only Democrats are allowed to do this. <laughs> and then, and then the way it goes like this, Mullen, sir, this is the time and place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults and finish it here. And then O'Brien said, "Okay, that's fine with me. Perfect, Mullen. You want to do it now, Brian? I'd love to do it right now." Well, stand stand your butt up then, Brian. You stand your butt up. <laughs> I would I would love to I would I would love to get the blow by blow. Where's this where's that guy on uh on Rumble? On Rumble that does the that does the blow by blows. Where is he? Because we may need him for that. I mean, I mean, holy cow. Where is he? You know what I mean? We're going to need him for the blow by blows. 
because we're going to need the, the, the ringside commentary on this one. We really do. But holy cow, we almost had an MMA fight there. And, and I didn't get ringside seat tickets for it. Damn, man, I'm going to have to talk. I'm going to have to get my connections together and, 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 and tell them, you better get me ringside seats for these, for these matches. If this is going to happen again, because I'm going to want to, I'm going to want to sit there and see this. I'm going to want to sit and see this. Really do, guys. I really do, but. I really wanted to see them. I really wanted to see the senator go toe-to-toe MMA style with the Teamster boss. Boy, I would pay. I would bring a truckload of popcorn and beer to the fight. Plus, I'd probably have to bring a few diapers after because I know beer does a number and I would be like, ugh. But... I would pay to see that fight royally. <laughs> it's got to be one of the most most watched congressional entertainment in, in history, you know. But, you know, Mullen, Mullen being an MMA fighter who turned Congress, who turned senator, would probably body slam him, would probably body slam the Teamsters boss real quick, you know. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. That would have been an interesting match. That would have been, guys. But one thing I want to say before we go, guys. Before we go, I got two articles I want to blow through and talk about this. Okay? This showed up on my uh, Instagram on Libs of TikTok. Okay? And this came from Lebanon, Connecticut. Okay, and and this and this also blew up on the Hartford Current. Okay, the the title of the article: Students in Connecticut Town Have a Choice is of a Satan or Bible Club. Why is it not really good against evil? Here's my question: How the fuck does this town of Lebanon, Connecticut? Allow this. It's in my home state of Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm sitting here going like this. How the fuck do the people in Lebanon, Connecticut, allow a club to be formed in an elementary school of all places? Okay? In an elementary school. It seems like this. I'll read, you, I'll read you the first two paragraphs of this. Elementary school students in the town of Lebanon will be able to join the after-school Satan Club starting G- December 1st. According to June Everett of Colorado, campaign director for the clubs, the Satan Club was requested by a parent from a Lebanon elementary school as an alternative to the Good News Club that meets there. It's sponsored by the Satanic Camp- Temple, an atheist group. So it so here's the thing. You can't have a religious club in school in a public 
taxpayer-funded school because it goes it goes against the separation of church and state. But you're allowed to have a satanic club, which is essentially a club for for people who are rejects. Folks, not making this up. My home state of Connecticut is full of full of like assholes, idiots, and and retards. It's that simple. My home state of Connecticut is full of retards. So So here's the thing. If you if you if if schools can't can't allow religious clubs, but will allow a satanic club, or possibly what an LGBTQ club in elementary school or a drag club, then what's stopping the school from allowing a conservative club, a a libertarian club? What's stopping it? You know this satanic club. That the, that's being formed in, in Lebanon, Connecticut is basically for those who, who are rejects. Yeah. It's for those who are rejects of the world. I'm like, I'm like this. I'm like this. How? How is a school allowing this? And the school is taxpayer funded by the by the citizens of Lebanon, Connecticut. How are the people of Lebanon, Connecticut allowing this? How are they? How are they? I'm like, I sit here like this in my in the other side of Connecticut and I'm going how the fuck how how the fuck how how is this how is this possible ladies and gentlemen how is this allowed in Lebanon Connecticut how I I sit here and I go like this Connecticut is a progressive socialist democratic state. It is one step like basically it's like this. Then we're not we have people in Connecticut who are crazy, but not California and New York crazy, but somewhat below them, but still on the same plane as them. But yeah. But yeah, I just say like this, I just say like this, they should ban clubs like this in school, period, period. If you want to have a club with kids, go ahead, but not on school property, not on school time, not on taxpayers' time. But if you want to have your own private club like this, you go right ahead, but not on, not on school property and not on school time.
It's that simple, guys. It's that simple. And here, and and then before we go, and before we go for the for the day, guys, I want to talk about this other article that's on the Hartford Current. Okay, it it it's it it goes like this: Connecticut Republicans blast plant plan to ban gas power cars, saying switch to all electric vehicles is too costly. Here's the thing, guys. I have. I have Democrats in the state of Connecticut who want to go, who want to, who want to be like California. They want to count. They want to turn Connecticut into another county of California. They want to ban like electric cars. Okay, they want to. They want to ban. I mean, not electric cars. They want to ban gas-powered cars by twenty twenty-three. They're saying they're they're saying like this. They're 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 saying like this. New that requiring new cars sold in California to be zero emission electric. I'm saying like this. Electric cars are like are like iPhones. People people who can afford them can get them, but most people who can't get an Android. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The middle, the, the the working poor, and the middle class can't afford electric cars. Yeah, they can't. But yet, Democrats want to demand people buy electric cars when the middle class and the working poor can't afford it. And we don't have the infrastructure or the electrical power grid to support it. But yet Democrats want to demand it, especially ones in my state of Connecticut who want to want to go the way of California and ban gas powered cars by 2035 and say, oh, by 2035, you can't sell a gas powered car anymore here. You have to go all electric. But we don't have the grid or the infrastructure to support it, and the uh, middle and the working class can't afford it, but yet you want to demand that people buy electric cars? I'm going to just say this. Democrats are living in a fucking fantasy land. Democrats are living in fucking la-la land. Okay? Democrats are living in a land of... Stupid and crazy because to demand people to buy electric cars when we don't have the infrastructure, when we don't have enough nuclear power plants to support electric vehicles. And at the same time, the price of electric vehicles is so sky high that the middle class or the working poor can't even afford them. Democrats say, oh, everybody should go on electric. I just want to I just want to say this. People have lost their ever fucking damn minds. People have lost their ever loving fucking damn minds. People have lost all Common sense, logic, 
and reasoning in this country. They have. They basically is like this. Democrats in, in, in the state of Connecticut want to turn Connecticut into California and they favor California's policies. Basically, it's like this. It's a bad idea. And, and for, the, for Democrats to demand that everybody buy an electric car by 2035 is a fucking pipe dream. It is. It is a fucking pipe dream. Because here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. People can't afford it. The middle class can't afford an electric car. How can the... How can... How can... The middle class and the working class in the in, in the state of Connecticut afford an electric car when the cost of living here in Connecticut is only second to California, where California is the highest. We're here. We're only second to them. But they but Democrats are living this pipe dream. We're saying, oh, you can afford an electric car. Oh, you can afford it. Yeah, do they not know how much an electric car costs? How much a Tesla costs? Do they not know? The fact of the matter is, is that Democrats don't think these things through. They don't think about, like, the middle class, the working class that can't afford it. But then you want everybody to live like the upper class of society that can afford it. But people like me who are the, the working class slash middle class who can't afford it. Telling you guys. Telling you guys. People can't afford it. And yet. They want to push people to buy this electric car craze. Yeah. Yeah. Have they seen what happened to Tesla's if they are submerged in water? All of a sudden overcharge and start a fire in your house? Or that self-driving ability that causes so many crashes and deaths? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. But I'm going to just say this. Don't don't California, Connecticut. Don't turn Connecticut into another California. Don't. And to the Democrats in the state of Connecticut that want to turn Connecticut into California, you're more than welcome to resign from the legislative position in Connecticut and go move to California. You are more than welcome. They have ample room, ample space for you people there that want that that will let you live your liberal pipe dream and fantasy. They will let you, ladies and gentlemen. They will. But here in New England, here in Connecticut, I've seen how horrible electric cars are. And Trust me, and trust me, 
The only people who can afford this this electric car bullshit are those who who make like what? Close to a hundred thousand dollars a year? More like what? If you make like like in the in the like seventies, eighties, or ninety grand a year, you know what I mean? You probably can afford an electric car, but for people who make under fifty fifty thousand a year, they can't afford it. They can't they can't afford to buy it. But yet Democrats wanna force people to it? I'm like I'm like this. Democrats have can't seem to get two brain cells to rub together. It's that simple, guys. It's that simple. They just can't. And for the life of me, guys, I don't understand why the Democrats love to demand people buy electric cars. When they can't even get the infrastructure fixed right. When we don't even have the nuclear power plants to support it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Democrats are living in a fantasy world. They're living in a fantasy. It's that simple. It is. They're living in fantasy land. They they are, guys. They are. They are. And it makes me wonder, as I'm sitting here, going like this. When are people going to wake up from this nonsense? When, guys? When? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I just don't know. Wow. That was a good, long show for y'all today. That was a good, long show for y'all. Okay, that was a lot. So, anyway... I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. I got to do a diaper check just to make sure my diapers are still dry and all that shit. And then get ready for the rest of the day. I hope you all have a good day. I will see you all soon. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all soon. Bye for now.